Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, true creators. I have a very special guest today. I am here with the erotic empress, an artist and erotic content creator. So hi, empress. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to have you as a guest. And I know we talked a little bit about this before we started recording, but the reason that I really wanted to have the Empress here uh, as a guest on the show is because I get a lot of questions in my channeling practice and privately when I'm doing coaching um, around porn and sexuality and what is okay for us and, you know, how to navigate this as we're going through awakenings. And when I started seeing the, um, you know, the different posts that you have on Instagram, and actually we went through, uh, the erotic blueprints training together and it just really made me think, you know, I want to share your message and your energy and who you are with the people who, uh, have these questions. So I'm really glad for you. I'm happy for you to be here and I'm excited (laughs) to kind of dive into these questions with you. Yeah. I love this topic. Um, I actually did an interview a couple of weeks ago with my friend who's a Methodist minister Mm. because she wanted to incorporate more, um, you know, talking about how things are not always right or wrong in her sermon and something that has been coming up a lot she's like best people keep asking me about porn and um you know how we can be good christians and Mm. you know but we're still shunning things and yes they don't like that i don't like that but i need more information about it so yeah (laughs) yes please include me in your sermon I love it. I love that so much. You know, it's interesting and we're not going to go too deep into this part, but it is interesting how even, um, how so much of old teachings and things that were really limiting and really based on right and wrong and really based on sin and this idea Mm -hmm. of sin, uh, perpetuates. And now it is hard to navigate, you know, we are, our own life creators and our own, we're coming into mastery and we're really exploring everything. And so, yeah, I'm really uh, grateful for your insight on this. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) So let's just dive right in. Let's do it. Um, So the first question I have for you is how did you get into creating erotic content? What's your journey with that? Well, I feel like (laughs) One of my first like erotic shoots that I can remember was when I had joined a sorority in college and one of my friends got a camera for Christmas and she wanted, and she also loved doing hair and makeup. I am not a hair and makeup person. Like that stuff is challenging for me. But when (laughs) someone is like, I want to do your hair and makeup and take pictures of you, like 
I yes. mean, I'm just like, oh yes, well, yes, please. Yes, <laughs> me. Um, so we did some different, you know, we called it like playboy poses. We were fully clothed too, but uh, it was a couple of friends and, you know, I just had like wild sex hair is all curly and like makeup on and just giving smoldering looks. And I was like, oh, this is so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that people can see me. Right. Mm. Like that I could put these pictures out or like share them or even just my friends that who were there, you know, could see it. Oh, you know, I didn't realize until later, like what an exhibitionist I am and that I really feed off of people seeing me. Yeah. And especially in ways that are somewhat vulnerable. Like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) so in terms of making videos, um, and like shooting actual pornographic content, I would say probably just in the last couple of years. Um, I mean, yeah, like moving to, I moved to Oklahoma four years ago now, four and a half. And I, I had a lover who was, you know, in a different country. And so we were sending each other videos and I was just having so much fun with it. And I met my, when I started dating, I met my current partner that I live with and he's really a very big exhibitionist too. And we started recording ourselves, you know, just having fun. And then I was like, God, these are so hot. I would watch our videos. Like I still do. I watch (laughs) our videos. I watch my own videos. I'm like, oh, this is so good. Like Mm. I get turned on watching myself be turned on. Yes, I love that. Yeah, of course. (laughs) I was like, more people need to see this. (laughs) Um, So in putting things out, you know, on different platforms, I, you know, the the real desire here is just for people to see it. Mm. Um, And I felt very selfish in that for a long time. Like, God, what a, you know, total diva of like, yeah, I just want people to watch me. (laughs) But I do. Um, And I think that you know, the more that people engage with me, the more feedback I get about how, you know, I get all sorts of different types of people who watch and engage with my content. And it makes me so happy. Mm. They're like, wow, I've, you know, I thought I was asexual and I'm really enjoying, you know, watching you with food. Like I didn't Uh. know that that could spark, you know, pleasure inside of me. Like, wow, thank you so much. Mm. Or people who are like, yeah, I've been, um, you know, I have a lot of chronic illness and I don't experience a lot of pleasure. There's a lot of pain in my body, but watching you be in pleasure is like a delight for me. Oh, you know, so I get so like these really just sweet comments. I get, you know, sexual comments too, but like that kind of stuff really just re- reinforces that like what I'm doing matters, right? And that art like matters to the world. It reminds us that we're alive. Mm. So anyway, I long really- story. No, not long story. I really, really love it. I really appreciate all of that that you shared. And, you know, that's another layer why I really wanted to talk to you and share your story. Um, And as we briefly talked about before hitting record, one of the things when I get this question um, around sexuality or is porn okay, I've been asked that so many times. Every single person thinks, wow, uh, is it okay if I even ask this question? And Yes, because lots of people are asking these questions. And what I've channeled 
is actually that porn is much more healthy for us when we dissolve that disconnect wall, when we're actually interacting with one, a person who is uh, enjoying what they do, and two, actually having that sense of this is a real person. I'm not just disconnecting and watching a TV show. We need that connection built again. Um, so dissolving that space and to hear that you have received this feedback is really, really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It touches my heart. Um, and I think that, you know, I also see, okay, well, it's okay if it's, you know, more authentic pleasure porn and, you know, it's like, including all of the the good things that we talk about. And then we still demonize mainstream porn Um, and having friends and, you know, lovers and people who are, are, or have been in mainstream porn. Like, I think we're really quick to point the finger and say like, well, all that you're doing is gross and Ah, disconnected and disembodied. And Mm. um, I don't, now I'm like, well, who am I to judge that? Mm. Right. Like, one of my good friends, that's how she reclaimed her power and her voice was doing mainstream porn. She's not in it now, but like that was crucial for her and she loved it. (laughs) Maybe not all of it, but like, yes, the majority of it, it was like, wow, what an empowering experience, you know, and to watch her videos. I'm like, well, I don't really get that from the video, but like, who am I to judge somebody else's personal experience? So coming from a creator standpoint, um, I see people still kind of demonize the, the mainstream porn. And I'm like, well, what if it, none of it is good or bad, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm into that perspective and thank you for the reminder. And, um, yeah, absolutely. Just to, to clarify that it's not that, um, yeah, we don't want to demonize anything and say, this is bad what I'm finding is for the viewer, for their own energy uh, centers, for their own energetics and their own psychology to be able to make that connection is so much healthier. But I love that you said that too, because, you know, I spent several years as a stripper and many people would ask me very similar things and assume that that was a negative part of my life when actually it was incredibly expansive for me. And even- holy. I had many very, very elevating, very transcendental, holy experiences. So yes, I love that you brought that up. Thank you. Me Thank too. You I that. think I forgot that you were a stripper. Cause I was too. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's something that we bonded over. I think so. When we yeah. talked. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. I really loved it, you know, yeah. and I've even done some dominatrix work and mm-hmm. all of this has been part of my development. And then what I'm finding currently is I'm focusing on a very specific thing, which is why I love talking to people like you so that I can say, you know, when somebody comes to me with these questions, Hey, you should go talk to the Empress or go watch some of these beautiful (laughs) videos that they're creating so that I can, you know, um, really share with people when it's really your gift then yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring all those people to you Yay. and you love being watched. <laughs> I do. Like, come play yeah. with me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Go play with the Empress. I love it. <laughs> I'll share all that information at the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I want to ask you, you have brought up authentic pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, can you share with me how you offer that authentic experience in your pleasure and how do you share with, you know, the viewers, how do you share that on camera? Yeah. So a big part of my sexual journey has been kind of the, the reframing of how I use my erotic energy and then how I let it like feed and build and nourish me, um, instead of being more of a depleting force, which is how it was for me for a long time. That's major. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we'll come out back. This. Everybody's like, Whoa, how do we do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'd love to say it's like, yeah, you just follow X, Y, Z and then you're done. And here we are in authentic <laughs> pleasure land. Um, <clears throat> that is not the case. However, um, working for, you know, the past three years now in, um, in sexuality and, in particular in how we actually tap into our true turn on and pleasure, right? That's what I lead other people through with coaching. And that's what I lead myself through in my own self-pleasure practice. So coming back to my own body day after day after day, using all the different modalities, right? You know, some of those, um, and how, like how we really get to tap into like, what is the, the curiosity here? that is leading to my arousal, right? Mm -hmm. And that comes from a state of feeling what I've found is safe in our own body, right? And not just like situationally safe, like, yes, that plays into it, but how do I actually feel like cared for and nourished just being here by myself, like Mm -hmm. without the sexuality portion at all? Like, how am I just existing here and how can I feel more myself right here, more safety? So beautiful. Yeah. And from that place, from what I've found in working with different people, is that our curiosity and our natural arousal and turn on just comes in. Right. And this can be all sorts of different things. Like we often think of arousal, sexuality as like it has to be genital based. Um, There has to be penetration or something like that. But sometimes, you know, and this is where I get my ideas for content is like, it can be something totally different, right? Last week I was sewing a croissants into a bra for myself. (laughs) Creative content is so much because I love the play of sexuality. So I saw you taking a bath with beanie babies and I was like, this is what I live for. Right. And it's like, I mean, like so much joy in my body from these ideas and like, yes, that's what I want. Right. And people, and you might think like, oh, well, that's separate from sexuality, but is it Mm. like, I don't know. My brain is turned on. I'm not necessarily like, oh my gosh, have something in my pussy, but like, (laughs) (laughs) um, there's different levels. There's different ways to Mm. engage with ourselves, um, that bring about aliveness, right? Cause that's what it's all like circling back to. I think of like post-orgasm or like leading up to an orgasm, right? We feel so connected to that moment. We feel so alive. And why can't we have that in all the other areas of our lives? Like blowing bubbles onto my naked body. Like, yes, like I am feeling the bubble. I'm feeling it pop. Like it is the same thing. 
for me in like in my erotic self uh, yeah. to feel that connection again and again in so many different ways like it just it lights me up it mm. keeps me going it's like very I love that what I'm hearing from you is so much presence mm-hmm. with your physical self, with your body, with your, all the different layers of turn on that you experience and really, really going into them and noticing them yeah, and then playing with them even more, expanding yeah. them. And I love that, you know, just hearing yeah. about these ideas. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> sounds so fun. That sounds so delicious. It sounds so just yeah, I love the way that you describe how this process really uh, connects. It, it makes more of a conscious connection. And, and yeah. it's the opposite of what I feel so many people expect, which is disassociation. Yes. You know, and we assume yeah. that porn stars are disassociating. We assume that people who are doing sex work are disassociating. Mm-hmm. People assumed that about me. Oh, you're you know, you're a stripper and I'm finding all this fulfillment and really being present with it. And I think, um, yeah. And I hear what you're saying too, that that sounds like a sort of common denominator for people who are really enjoying this work and this process is going into it as opposed to going away from it while we're doing it. Yeah. And how can I be my full self here, right? Emotionally, mentally, physically, Like when we let all of those parts be included in the creation process, it makes it so delicious. Right. And that's how I choose like who I want to work with. Like I can feel the energetics of people. Right. And if they're talking about what they do and I'm like, Ooh, I don't think so. It doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter like how sexy they are. I'm like, yeah, maybe that's not a good fit. But then like I can meet someone who maybe I'm not as physically attracted to them, but like what they're doing is, Mm. I'm like, (laughs) right. Like, yeah, I want to create with you. And then it's more about what can we create together instead of like, okay, well, we're going to follow the script of like, we're going to do oral sex for, you know, 15 minutes. And then we're going to do this. And then we're going to, you know, like, no, (laughs) we can actually create in the way we want to. That's like, hugely turn on for both of us or all of us, however many are involved. (laughs) I love that. I love that authenticity. Mm -hmm. Mm, Thank you for sharing, Mm -hmm. for sharing that. Yeah. Um, And you brought up, you know, interacting with others and you've brought up that you have a partner and I know that I've seen you with a few partners. So can you share how that works for you in this? Yeah. So I do have multiple partners. Um, like I don't know how many like sometimes it's hard to say like well this person is a partner and like Mm. maybe they're just a lover or they're like a spicy friend connection right Mm. so yes I have multiple partners and lovers I do have you know like a boyfriend that I live with I have a girlfriend um those are like my solid people in my life um but yeah it's you know it's interesting having these experiences with other people and then coming back to, you know, someone who truly loves you for who you are um, and then feeling okay and safe with what you're doing and maybe even encouraging. So I feel really fortunate that like all the people I engage with are like, yeah, go do this. Like, wow. 
like this is what you love like yeah go do it i want to watch it like i support it um you know and both i've made videos with both of my partners and like it's really hot anytime Aww. i'm like i have an idea would you want to do this with me and you know one of them or both of them are like yeah <laughs> Yes. Like yesterday I was texting my girlfriend and I had this idea of, it's totally gross, but getting like <laughs> one of the foot long hot dogs, <laughs> her and I like lady in the tramp eating it from both oh ends with like God. sauce dripping down and just like getting so into it. <laughs> She's like, absolutely. Like, yes, we should do that. <laughs> This just goes to show if you have an idea, there's somebody else who also wants to do that with you. I mean, yes. always in life, always. I believe so. And joyfully yeah. too, joyfully. Yeah. And if not, like you can do it by yourself too. I've had ideas where I'm like, there's no one around or, you know, whatever. And I'm like, well, fuck, I'm going to make it like the best scene for myself that I can. I had one where I was like pouring water all over my kitchen floor and like sliding around in it. <laughs> And like, you know, the original idea was with other people, but it didn't just didn't happen. So I had an amazing time being the water fairy and just being very wet. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. And I love that you brought it into, there doesn't always need to be another person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love playing with other people. I love connecting with other people. And a lot of my content is solo because I'm here with me and like, this is like what I do in life I don't expect that everyone else has their days free to just like yeah walk around in my backyard and <laughs> although I'm sure after some of these podcast interviews you're gonna find some volunteers actually yes uh, Empress mm -hmm. I do have all day available mm -hmm. can oh, I help I yeah next Thursday at two <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh my god I love it I love it mm. So can you share specifically because, you know, um, the people who engage with this podcast, they're really on this awakening journey. They're really tapping into their spirituality. And I know that you're really, um, cued into that. And you did mention that spirituality is in everything that you do. Yes. Obviously yeah. my perspective is whether we're conscious of it or not, we're, we're swimming in the goo together, right? Yeah, all the time. We can call it whatever we want. Yeah. If you could see my hand motions right <laughs> now, it's very unique. I had blades going on with my hands. So <laughs> women in the goo, <laughs> swimming in the goo of consciousness and lack of consciousness and all the things, you know, creation. Yeah. So yeah. I'd love to hear, you know, kind of your perspective on how all of this connects you yeah so I've you know I I've always been I would say a very spiritual person I was brought up you know in the Presbyterian church and which I did not connect with very much mm -hmm. I was like why are all these things happening 2,000 years ago but like yeah. nothing's happening right now <laughs> you're asking me to believe in a lot <laughs> considering <laughs> I'm just like here you know? <laughs> That's a pretty um, big jump yeah wide chasm there yes but I always felt great connection through music and singing, um, you know, and I stopped going to church, I think in my teens. And then um, after I graduated from college, I, I went to jail for six months and that was, was that just a natural segue. The way you presented yeah. it was 
So I graduated from college and I went into jail. I did like okay. directly, like for growing marijuana. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Thing. Uh, I served six months in there and it was a very humbling experience. Uh, I will say I, it sucked on so many levels and it was also really beautiful on a lot of levels. Wow. But when I got out of there, um, I was, you know, looking to reconnect with myself and I didn't know how I couldn't get a job, you know, cause I was a felon and, um, I started practicing yoga because one of the, um, people who I stripped with had just gotten her yoga teacher certification and she invited me to her first class. Mm, oh, that's so beautiful. So sweet. Yeah. I love that. So I went to that and I really just, I loved, you know, I was a dancer for years. I did ballet for years and years and then mm-hmm. stripping and, um, I love bodies. Right? I love the connection of body, breath, mind, spirit, all of it. So <clears throat> like getting into yoga and making it really my spiritual practice, I start meditating every day, I start connecting with people in that community. And it was huge for me. It just really helped me to expand into, you know, something beyond myself, something beyond my own brain and, you know, just all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of that. All of that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, letting go of the, the shame of being a sexual being through, you know, working in the erotic blueprints and working with my own mentors and coaches. Um, I started to see the connections of me the spiritual being and me, the sexual being and me, all the other beings too, but like how they all get to start to come together. And they're really here to serve one another, to help, you know, build me up, to take me forward on this journey of life. Um, and anytime I find myself now, like, and it still does come up. Yes. Like shaming parts of myself or, like this one again like oh my gosh I'm you know I'm reminded that it's it's a big old fucking party inside of me and all these parts are doing they're doing their things to keep me safe to integrate to um push me forward into growth edges and like I love that I'm here for it I want more of it Mm. oh this is like the point I get to in self-pleasure so often is oh I want more (laughs) no matter what I was feeling if I'm like oh like I was so sad today or I was lonely or like I have a broken heart you know I like I work into it deeper and deeper and deeper and then I'm like oh my god I want more (laughs) yes I know well those of you who understand or who have learned a little bit about the erotic blueprints that sounds very shapeshifter you know more 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 and I love that from almost (laughs) I would say almost like an existential point of view or you know just just how even let's just bring it into you know when we're talking about us being spiritual beings, there's such a, there's such an idea, uh, from a lot of people that this life is painful. This life is hard. I don't ever want to do this again. Why did I agree to this? Um, and while I, while I feel like I understand that perspective, it's so freeing to say, 
to embrace it and to dance with it and to say, wow, you know, this is so delicious. And, you know, the way that I see it is the higher aspect of ourselves is always like, look at this adventure and we're sitting here crying in our human form and we're just, oh, we're just a mess. And it's like, give me more, give me more (laughs) of this delicious stuff. You know, uh, (laughs) yes. And I'm a, I'm a starseed. This is for me, my first, uh, human experience. And a lot of people, I hear that perspective. I never want to come back. What did I sign up for? And I think I've already decided, you know, I kind of want to do this again. This is really cool. This is magical. You know, as someone who's been here round and round again and again and again, um, yeah, it's it's a fucking (laughs) wild ride. It's so good. (laughs) Like, yes, please. One more ticket for life. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the perspective. I'm also addicted to roller coasters. I love roller coasters. And I think of it the same way. I love that you just said that. I think, Ooh, you know, like, Oh, I almost threw up on that last one or like, Ooh, I thought I was going to fall into my, out of my seat. Where's the next roller coaster? (laughs) Well, I mean, that's, yeah. I'm like, Oh, that's the kinky little part there. (laughs) Play. play. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Mm. pushing ourselves, you know, right to our comfort zone, that edge again and again and again, right? Like I do that in my just day-to-day life. Like that's me. <laughs> I love to like fly close to the surface of the sun and then like, Ooh, that was a lot. Pull back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was yeah. tingly. Okay. Okay. When are we going again? Mm. But we do that in our spiritual practice as well. Right. Yeah. We get, we start to get more comfortable with the discomfort mm. knowing that it's part of our human experience and we can't run away from it mm. much as we try. Mm-hmm. right oh here it is again in a new light oh here it is again in a slightly different way like dang it dang <laughs> I'm gonna it. have to like be with it at some point okay you mean going into it is the way out uh, and then we're like wait that's pleasurable too uh. mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> wow thank you empress <laughs> I want to kind of end on that note because I just think that's really that's really beautiful thank you yeah. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on here. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited for people to hear, hear this podcast. So, and how can people get in touch with you when they are interested in what you bring? So my weird, wild and erotic content is on OnlyFans, the erotic empress. And then you can find a little more subtle and more of me sharing my mind on Instagram and Facebook, also the erotic empress. So I'd love to hear from you. I love interacting and just sharing in this weird wildlife. (laughs) Thank you for that invitation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love it. Okay. And all of those links will be in the show notes. Thank you for being here and I'll talk to you soon. Bye everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode today. Would you like to learn how to verbally channel for yourself? Join the True Creator Channeling Community. The True Creator Channeling Community is a monthly membership program. And through this program, you will receive experiential understanding of the practice of verbal channeling and opening your ultrasensory abilities. 
We meet weekly online in group coaching calls to learn about channeling and to practice clairvoyance, channeling, and other skills. Your membership includes the complete Learn to Channel course with over 35 videos of learning content and guided meditations, weekly group channeling practice calls as guided by Allison Holly and the TCC team, a monthly group energy clearing session, and a community forum for connecting with other channelers and sharing your experience. This community forum is private and not on Facebook. Access to the full library of past collective channeling circles and community calls are also available to you when you join this community. I'd love to have you in there. Head over to allisonholly.com to join now.